0: With Lee Sperry. from Utah's Capitol Hill to your schools, taxes, and all the
3: breaking news, hear it on Live Mike with Lee Sperry on KSL News Radio. The coronavirus, one year later, in-depth coverage on Live Mike with Lee Sperry. One year ago, can you believe it? A year ago, you and I were here just living our innocent lives, not knowing that uh, the next thing coming was going to flip everything upside down and change things uh, in a way that we had never before seen. Uh, Sure, there were lessons to learn uh, from the old newspaper clippings from 1918 when the Spanish flu swept through this great nation, but nothing, nothing, nothing could have prepared us for what was coming. And you're going to hear a lot, and you already have throughout the day here on this program and elsewhere, I am sure, you have heard much, much conversation about what we've learned and what we've experienced and what we have witnessed and observed over this past year. And I'm going to give you a little bit more of that here on the program today. I'm also going to open things up. I want today, in particular, this program to be used as a platform for conversation. I want to hear from you. Uh, I'm going to ramble on for a little bit, and then after a commercial break, I want you to be on the line sharing with me how the COVID-19 virus first turned your life upside down. When was it that you realized that, oh, my gosh, this is something different? And then I want to focus intensely on the silver linings. Uh, What have we learned about, uh, say, our own family? Uh, our own way of doing things or society at large or anything that has been uh, a silver lining we're going to give a, we're going to give it a shot looking at things through rose colored glasses and trying to have a view that is uh, you know glass half full something like that what have been the silver linings if you remember uh, early on when uh, i not long after uh, the diagnosis of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. And I remember that same day was also uh, Tom Hanks and uh, and his wife. They in Australia contracted the coronavirus, tested positive for it. It wasn't that long after that day that uh, I got called uh, into the, the big boss's office and he said, hey, Lee, listen, here's the deal. Um, we're going to we're going to move you You're going to continue broadcasting here, 12.30 to 3 every day, uh, but we need to separate the folks here in this newsroom. We're going to send you home. We're going to send some engineers over to your house and get your guest bedroom outfitted to be essentially a a temporary broadcast location. And I thought, oh, my gosh, really? So much of this job is, you know, back and forth with people, uh, seeing their faces, seeing the, the response. In their eyes, when you uh, tell a joke or talk about something somber, eh, it's pretty difficult to do when you're staring at a brick wall. And that was uh, just about the way of it for, uh, what was it, six, seven months? You remember I uh, complained readily uh, about that and ultimately back into the studio in September of last year when numbers settled down a little bit. But on that issue of silver linings, one of the uh, conversations that you and I were able to have here on this program was... That first day that I saw a little Piper eat solid food, now you don't care about that, and I'm not going to bore you with the details of that. But for me, it was incredibly special, and the new circumstances that arose as a result of our COVID-19 precautions allowed me to witness firsthand that. You know, it wasn't some video that my wife texted me or that uh, you know we got from the uh, from the daycare place. No, it was it was me with my own eyes getting to witness something. Uh, that, you know, under other circumstances, I, I would have never had the opportunity to witness. I think too about families who were able to, and I, and I say that intentionally, were able to uh, spend much more time with one another. Now that certainly <laughs> that certainly became uh, a little more frustrating and may have led to some uh, racked nerves later in the year. But at the onset, we were spending so much more time, with our family members, time around the dinner table that we wouldn't have otherwise uh, spent. Why? Well, because uh, so many of us were sent home from school and from work, and the home became uh, not only the place to rest your head at night, but also the place where you learned and where you earned your living. And uh, bringing all of the folks under the same roof all the time uh, taught us new skills, uh, taught us new Things, new interests, new ways to, to pass our time. Anyway, I, I saw it as a very good thing, a very positive thing. Um, I, uh, the the question, though, of when when did when did COVID-19 first turn my life upside down, it was that, the day then when uh, I, I was sent home uh, from work. But I have that question, uh, and I want to put it out to you, uh, a two-parter. When did it first turn your life upside down? And talk to me about the silver linings. I I know that as time went on, uh, jobs were lost, and uh, and patience was strained, and education and the way young people were instructed turned all the way upside down, and it uh, became the source, it, the impact uh, sustained by the coronavirus, it became something quite negative, quite negative. But we are, hopefully, on the other side of it, and if we are to believe the governor, as he has repeated, including uh, just a few hours ago during his weekly press conference, that by the time April rolls around, that everyone, all Utahns, all uh, Utah adults will be able to receive the COVID-19 vaccine. And if you you think back to the dawn of this deal, it was the vaccine that was to be our salvation (laughs) from this whole deal. So uh, my question to you is, When did COVID first turn your life upside down, and what are the silver linings? 801-575-8255. 801-575-8255, or 801-KSL-TALK is the number. I want to hear from you. I want to hear your experience. I want to hear the moment where you were sitting there and you thought, oh, my gosh, this is a real deal. Uh, When did COVID-19 first turn your life upside down?
0: Breaking news tonight, the coronavirus outbreak declared a global
3: pandemic.
1: My fellow Americans, tonight I want to speak with you about our nation's unprecedented response to the coronavirus outbreak that started in China and is now spreading throughout the world. Advanced due to unforeseen circumstances, the game tonight has been postponed. You are all safe. Now, the
0: NBA suspended their season last night after Utah jazz player Rudy Gobert tested positive for coronavirus after feeling ill earlier that day.
2: Tom Hanks revealing he and his wife, actress Rita Wilson, have tested positive for the virus.
0: Not everybody tomorrow is going to be able to get a test, but pretty soon you are going to see a major escalation of
1: capability and implementation.
3: And there it was. Those were one of the first times we had occasion to hear from Dr. Anthony Fauci on this issue. If you are, you know, steeped in this type of medicine, uh, you probably have known of Dr. Anthony Fauci for some time or had before March 11th of last year. But uh, for regular folks like uh, like me and you, we we were introduced to this new character in this tragedy unfolding here in the United States, this COVID 19 tragedy. Uh, but as is the case with many tragedies, As I mentioned, there are associated with them many uh, silver linings. Uh, I was able to witness a number of firsts in the life of little baby Piper. Uh, I predict that you ended up spending much more time with your families. That all very very positive. Uh, what else? It's your turn to weigh in. 801-575-8255 801-KSL-TALK is the number. Text message line also wide open. The Utah Community Credit Union text line. That's five seven five zero zero. Quick break when we return your experience with this COVID-19 virus and the pandemic and how it's impacted or even improved your life. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio. The format of the program today is really just a, a long conversation. We're going to chat about a number of things and for the time being we're focusing on what life has been like this past year. Today is something of a milestone, March 11th, if you are a Utah Jazz fan, or even if you're not, you likely encountered the news that on this day, one calendar year ago, that Rudy Gobert, as well as Donovan Mitchell, tested positive for the coronavirus. And it was, in essence, the first domino in a long series that would fall and ultimately uh, shut down the United States of America for a time. Yeah. Uh, Professional sports started calling off the balance of their seasons. Workplaces to include KSL News Radio started looking for new and creative ways to allow for their employees to work remotely. I started a six month stretch broadcasting from the guest bedroom. I don't need you to remind, or I don't need to remind you of that. I certainly complained about it enough when I was over there. It's a wonderful privilege to be back here in studio. Uh, and that kicked off, what, about September or so when the numbers dipped a little bit. Uh, but I'll tell you what, the safety procedures here in the building are still strict. Incredibly strict. You keep your hands washed. If you're moving uh, around, you have a mask on. In fact, the only time uh, I've got a mask off here at KSL is if I'm here behind the microphone. Yeah. If I get up and walk outside into the larger newsroom, I've got a mask on. Pretty big impact on life. You minimize in-person meetings. I couldn't tell you the last time I sat down with bosses uh, uh, face-to-face. Teams. That's the one we use. Microsoft Teams, Zoom, maybe for you. A lot of FaceTime. Anyway, uh, my, my question to you is: When did when did COVID first turn your life upside down? When was it uh, clear and apparent that not only is this uh, a real thing playing out, uh, you know, outside the walls of my home, but here we are uh, facing this ourselves? Here, this is this pandemic, this new and misunderstood and this mysterious virus has uh, has left a, a serious impact on the way I live my life. But also what about those silver linings? What about those silver linings? Let's go to the phones. Uh, I'd like to hear from you if you if you'd like to weigh in. I'd love to hear from you 801 KSL talk is the number 5758255 First up is Linda calling from Salt Lake City. Linda, welcome to the program. How are you?
2: Fine. I work for the Salt Lake County Health Department, and when I went to work on the 16th, all the restaurants were being closed down, and the phones would not stop a ringing, and people would come on and say, how long are we going to have to suffer with this? And I'd say, I don't know, let me bring you over to the food division. Yeah. And I felt bad, and then I have a a problem with my hip, and... Because I'm a high-risk old lady, they wouldn't do anything to operate on it. And I hurt so bad, I can hardly move around my own house. I have to use a walker. And I'm going next Tuesday, and I'm praying that they'll do it for me. I just can't deal with this anymore. It hurts so much. But because I'm a high-risk lady, they wouldn't touch me. Mm. <laughs> they thought I'd die or something. I don't know. Well,
3: you've got an appointment for next week. Is that right? Yes. And uh, I
2: hope that they're going to operate so I won't have to hurt all that's like I'm hurting now.
3: I'm sorry. N- not not to get into your personal business, but uh, h- have you received the vaccine?
2: Yes, yes, yes. My uh, supervisor signed me up and, and at the last uh, Monday in January and then in um, the 21st of um, February, I got my l- last dose. So, Yep. So well, now congr- they better help me. <laughs> Congratulations,
3: <laughs> Lindy. You've got that super blood now. Thank you so much for listening and best of luck next week. Uh, and now let's travel north up to Brigham City. Nancy's on the line. Nancy, welcome to the program.
1: Hi, Lee. I thought you had some good questions today Thank and you. I wanted to share my. Um, experience about having COVID close in. Um, In 2019 for Christmas, one of our sons invited us to join him and his family on a trip to Florida. And this trip Mm -hmm. took place the last week of February in 2020. Oh, no. (laughs) So we got to take the trip and it was very special, and we ended the trip by going up to see our son in Manhattan, and I'll never forget being with him for a couple of days the first week of March Mm. of 2000, because his phone would ring, oh, four or five times a day, and he'd say, well, there's another one of my clients who are closing their doors. Oh, shoot. So by the time we got back to Utah, we felt like we just squeaked in before the door shut yeah. entirely. Man, oh, man. And life was very different. But one of the positive, two positive things I wanted to share.
3: Please, yeah, real quickly. One time was, is tight.
1: Sorry. One was that our we were so amazed at the care that our... Um, Adult children expressed for us, they were always checking in. Are you masking? Are you staying home? Mm. And we just felt like, well, thank you. (laughs) You know, we cared for them for so long when they were little, and here they were caring for us. So I'll let you you go. I have something else, but I'm sure you have other callers.
3: No, no, Nancy, you, you keep going. Let's hear the other silver lining
1: okay Um, we were feeling bad missing all the concerts you know and the school plays and things like that and so one of our daughters um, brought her children and they sat out in the backyard and she said mom go to your basement window in the bedroom and pull up a chair (laughs) And they gave us a concert. Mm. They played their um, violins and a flute and a guitar, and they sang. And we sat in the bedroom, and they played out in the yard for us. I thought it was amazing.
3: Absolutely amazing. Uh, That's a beautiful thing. And, Nancy, thank you so much for sharing that with us here on the program uh that is an example, at least in my humble opinion, of one of the terrible devastations That We have endured in the midst of this coronavirus, but at the same time, a beautiful silver lining, the opportunity to uh, put forth goodness, the opportunity to look into what's within our own capacity and how do we use those abilities and those tendencies to build up those around us. We've had to get creative this past year. Uh, Some of those concerts are taking place behind uh, glass. We're visiting some of our uh, elderly relatives at the assisted living facility through the window and you're trying to make uh, FaceTime work out and explain the technologies. It's been difficult, uh, but I think we've been challenged in a good way. Uh, it, t- time is really tight. I, I want to squeeze into the one last call. Brenda calls in. Uh, Brenda, you've got about 60 seconds, if you don't mind sharing your experience with us here before we go to break.
1: Okay, well, a lot of things have already been said. I think everyone, at least my age bracket, which is an older person, misses out the family things and all of that. We were in Disney World on the 8th of March when we came home and discovered we were in the midst of COVID, and it turned our lives upside down like everyone else. I think the good thing about it is that we have really come to cherish our, our family, our friends, the freedoms and the privileges that we have as Americans. The blessings that we have and, you know, now with the COVID vaccine, Sure, things are looking brighter. Amen. And I think that we just have to keep our chin up and keep going yeah. and know that the days ahead will be better.
3: That's the way. Uh, Brenda, thank you so much. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling in. Uh, Brenda makes an excellent point, one that I am very certain that moving on uh, past COVID-19 will be ever present in my mind. And it is appreciating the time that you do have uh, with your loved ones because circumstances can arise and you can go a year and a half or so without seeing them. That's been the case for me. Little baby Piper's got a whole family still yet to meet. She's almost a year and a half old. When we do finally embrace and see one another, those hugs are going to be a little tighter than they would have been otherwise.
0: I'm Dave Cawley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home.